guys and welcome back to Let's Be Open podcast. So this is our first podcast episode of 2022. So I hope you guys all had a good new year. And we thought we'd start the new year off with a podcast about how to be happy. Um, we both feel like this is quite an important subject at the moment because of these kind of things going on in the world and it seems to be getting worse and worse. And we want to help you guys enjoy your life as much as you can and give you some tips on how we do that and how you can as well. Mm. Um, so if you're not subscribed already, do give us a subscribe or a follow, share the podcast with your friends and family. The first kind of thing that Tristan and I are, well, we, we're not amazing at, but we do try and do it um, as much as we can, is to be present. Um, I don't know if you want to talk a little bit about how this can help you be more happy in your life if you're more present. Mm. Yeah, well, I think it's so important. I mean, most of the troubles that humans have in their life are actually a consequence of not being present to the moment. Um, I used to not even know what being present to the moment is. I used to think, you're always present, aren't you? Like, if you're in a room, if you're on the phone, you're always present. What do you mean, be present? I didn't even grasp it until um, a couple of years ago. Well, do maybe explain to some, maybe some people don't know what that means. Maybe explain a little bit about Yeah, so is. being present is thinking about the thing that is going on right here, right now, and not thinking about things that have happened before and things that may happen in the future. So being present with life, what is going on right now. And I think just the 21st century in itself causes us to... Um, well, to struggle to be present because we're so constantly sucked into social media and sucked into doing so many different things and jamming it all into a small amount of time. So it's really difficult to be present at the moment. Mm. Um, and I think a lot of pain comes from what we've created there. Um, mm. Being present becomes ridiculously difficult. So if you can, even in this capitalistic, constant world, where you kind of have to focus on the past and focus on the future a little bit, be as present as you can. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I um, I think it's really, really important because I see it in my own clients and obviously like myself where you watch things on the news or things come up on your social media and you then think, oh my God, this might happen or this could happen or what if this happens? And all of those things are what ifs. They're not actually what is happening right now. So then you waste your present moment worrying about what might happen and it might not even happen anyway so you're losing out on your happiness right now because you're worrying about something that will happen in the future and this could be with anything like even like in relationships if you're worrying about something that might happen in your relationship and you're feeling a bit insecure about something that may happen you're wasting the present moment that you've got that is so good mm. i think that's so important because like alan watts talks a lot about um how we our whole life we go through literally missing our life because we're constantly making plans for the future we're thinking about what we're going to do tomorrow tomorrow comes and then you're thinking about what you can do tomorrow and tomorrow comes and it's constantly mm. like not actually living in the present moment and enjoying it yeah yeah i'm reading some alan watts at the moment actually and yeah he spoke about um even when the thing comes that you're so excited about so you're wasting all of your present time until you get to the thing in the future that seems like it's going to be so good but then that thing comes and it can't feel good unless you have further expectations of other brilliant things in the future. So you wait all your time for this one good thing to happen. Then it's finally here and you can't even enjoy it anyway. Yeah. So you can't 
have your life like that and expect to be happy. You have to be more present to the moment and work exclusively on being present to the moment. Yeah. To yeah. enjoy your life. Yeah. And it is so difficult to do. Yeah, and also how like everything's going on at the moment in the world with um I won't say it because YouTube might affect us, but the the c word, <laughs> um, that that people are constantly on edge and worrying for the next, you know, waiting for the next announcement or what these new measures are going to be and worrying about that. And then, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you think that this yeah. has been going on now for two years and people have been living in a state of fear and worry for the last two years, all that time they're, you know, a lot of people have said they haven't been happy. Mental health has got so much worse over the last two years because people are living in a constant state of fear. I know it's hard, like, because your life is controlled by these measures, but it's really, really important for you to get away from that. And, for example, go for a walk and try and be present on the walk. Like, look at the scenery, look at the, listen to the sounds or, you know, hang out with friends, things like that, and just be present in the moment rather mm. than thinking about the future and all yeah. the past. Yeah, you're so right. The whole of this last two years has been a constant avoiding the present moment, not enjoying the present moment. There's an illusory, um, kind of everything that's happened in the last couple of years, most of it has been an illusion from this box in the corner of the room. And when you look outside or go outside, it's only people seeing that illusion that create the problems. I mean, when you look at it for what it is, there's not many problems going. If you walk out your front door, like there's not we're people very, uh, dying well, on the streets. In the UK, yeah, we're very privileged where we are. Like we don't have a lot of problems. Yeah. yeah. And we are creating those problems by avoiding being present, by, by seeing this stuff on our television in the corner of the room. Yeah. And if you can just um, remove yourself from the hysteria of all of that, life's pretty good right yeah. now. If you can be present in this moment, um, brings me on to actually that you do get, um, even when you have something daunting ahead of you or some terrible illness or something like that, although it's difficult to stay present in those times, if you can stay present in those times and you're not in pain, even the present moment right now is good. It's only the thought of the things that, you know, yeah, I are think to be in the that future Alan that make you sad. Yeah, in that Alan Watts book, I think it's in that, he talks about um, people who have operations. So, like, their operation will be in, like, six months' time. But for the six months' time leading up to the operation, they're not present because they're constantly worrying about the it. operation. And you waste the six months yeah. leading up to it. Um, so yeah, it's really, really important. And also this in, like Trish said, if you're going through like a tough time, maybe even like a breakup, it's really hard because then you're constantly thinking about the past. You're like, oh, but all the memories we had and all of this, and it's so difficult and you miss so much at the present moment because you're thinking about all the past. But even then that's a really important time to just try and enjoy what you're, whatever thing, your action you're doing. Like if you're making some food, just get really into making the food or mm. if having a bath, have a nice bath, those kind of things. Yeah. Again, that's, um, I mean you're you're being you may be being i guess you're not being present when you're focusing on the negative things that um, are transpiring at this point in time and comparing it to how things used to be in the past you're again avoiding presence by looking at that how things used to be mm. and expecting and hoping that things were like they used to be but it's like still I, th I think in these points in time i think things could get a hell of a lot worse than they are now and if you can imagine the worst case scenario and then put yourself into where we are now, like things are good. Like, yeah. Regardless of whether yeah. things were better uh, another point in time, like things are good right now. We're not being completely locked inside and mm -hmm. we're not quite yet having things jabbed in our arm without us wanting them to be there. The UK, you know, yeah. we're, not, we're not quite at that point yet of, uh, you know, 
tyranny and control and being in the matrix controlled by robots so life is good and if yeah. you can understand that I mean, we you're going to be happy you look at our parents as well who like they'll be like oh 10 years ago it was so much like better or whatever and that maybe will be us in 10 years time we'll go oh 10 years ago it was so good and like 2022 we were so lucky why didn't we appreciate yeah, it yeah so appreciate so, like, it right yeah now. appreciate it because i feel like as well like with technology it's going to get worse and worse so enjoy yeah. what we've got now and how it is and the freedom that you have yeah should we do a couple of um tips on how to be present to the moment because yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, this is something yeah. that i have struggled with um i find it very hard to be present and i'm probably quite uh i'm probably quite present compared with most people which is quite ironic but i still think i'm terrible at it but there's things that i and i think chloe have learned over the last few years that can help you be more present because it is so difficult to do one of them is um keeping your phone you don't have your notifications turned on on your mm. phone which is a yeah. great one so say i'm having a conversation with someone and my phone's going off you know bing 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 all of the time like that's sucking me straight out of the present moment straight yeah. out of the conversation i'm having with you into some other conversation and then the amount of energy that I'm having in this conversation with you is dropped right down and you mm. have to kind of try and get Even back if you there. don't open the phone, your mind is going, oh, who's that message from? Ooh. And you're yeah. like thinking about that whilst talking to someone else. So the thing to do, like when you're having a coffee with someone, like turn your phone off. Yeah, put it on put airplane it, mode. Put it in your bag. Yeah, yeah. Something like that is such a good thing to do because then your focus is entirely on that person. And so if you go on a walk, leave your phone at home or if you need your phone, put it on airplane mode. Yeah. If you then you can enjoy the walk, walk enjoy yeah. the nature. Yeah, and I noticed that when we go on trips, when we obviously don't have, um, what's it called, GPS, 4G, mm. and Wi-Fi, when we go on like road trips and stuff and we're away on holiday, it's actually so nice because like, you, you sit in your car and you're like, you can't go on your phone, you can't message anyone, no one can message you, you can't go on Instagram, like, the, yeah, that's a really good tip. Another one is um, also just to, if you're not very good at being present, just to notice it. I think you said that Eckhart Tolle said that in his book, that the first step is to notice it. So start noticing when you're yeah. not being present. So say you're um, cleaning the floor and you're, you're thinking about your plan for tomorrow. The first thing is to just say, oh, I'm not being present. That's just, that's a massive step in itself. Yeah. Just to... Yeah, focusing on what you are doing. Yeah. Focus on, like, if you're sweeping the floor, focus on the movement of your yeah. hands and all of the dust going into yeah. the dust bag. And it may sound really silly, but, like, those things in, in life are enjoyable. When you're super, super present, there is nothing more enjoyable. Mm -hmm. And uh, you, you are in that kind of blissful state if you can remain present, like, all the time. It's, like, why people are, like, adrenaline junkies. Because when they do, like, paragliding or jumping out of a plane, they are completely present because you're so... You're forced, you're, to, you're forced to be. Mm -hmm. So that's why I think that people love it because they're being... They get to be... It's a moment when yeah. they're actually present. Yeah. You're not thinking about your ex-girlfriend when you're falling from a plane. dying instead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and even like sex, when a lot of people, uh, it depends actually, some people when they're having sex do, their mind does run. But for me, like that's when I'm like really present at the moment. Mm. Like most of the time I'm not thinking about other things. It's like I'm in a little bubble, which I quite like. Yeah. So like that's, um, that applied to say when you're on a walk would be great. Um, mm. So yeah, so noticing it is the first, the first step. Yeah, turning your phone off. With notifications um especially when you're with other people or even on your own i guess just turning it off mm. and you have to be aware of um time and things like that unfortunately yeah which is not being present in a way but as long as you pre-plan your presence like maybe you've got a coffee date with someone like set your timer for an hour do you know what i mean 
yeah. and then you're not constantly thinking about it because you know your phone's going to remind you. Or if you're like going to do some yoga, be like, right, I'm going to do yoga at 10 o'clock and I'll turn my phone off for half an hour and just really focus on the yoga. Mm. Not like texting between your yoga, watching. Oh, the other thing as well to help you be more present is to not multitask. So if you're cooking, don't have the TV on at the same time. Or if you're watching a film, don't be texting at the same time. Because our generation is awful for that. Like, sitting on phones whilst watching TV. Mm. You're not being present to the film at all. Yeah, and even as far as in a practical sense, um, you pay a cognitive debt when you multitask things. So it doesn't make you more efficient, it makes you less efficient. Mm. So if you're going between doing one task on your computer and one task doing your homework at school or something, you pay a price, so you're your mind and your memory has to fire from one and then change into the other and that takes uh it takes its toll on your on your mind and your memory and you actually get less stuff done so multitasking is also a waste of time yeah <laughs> it doesn't yeah, make yeah. you happy and it's not useful anyway even if it seems like it is yeah yeah that's very true i guess there's um the occasional time where it's good to multitask you i think listen to podcasts when you walk or something yeah but i mean even that you could say it's not being present because i'm not focusing on the walk i'm listening to a podcast mm. driving's another one i don't know about a lot of people listening but for me when i drive i a lot of time not being present because it's like second nature for me driving so i will drive to a destination and forgotten half of the drive because i just do it so easily it's like breathing for me mm. so that even that is like trying to focus on the driving noticing the drive rather than just yeah a good um a good to see if you are being good at present at uh, good at being present it's good to see how interested in typical boring mundane things you can be mm. so like if you can get into like sweeping up or like driving your car and you're not focusing on other things like your chances are you're pretty good at being present and if it takes you to jump, be jumping out of a plane before you can focus on just what you're doing, then chances are you're not very good at being present. Yeah, and another one is obviously addictions. When a lot of people are addicted to drugs or alcohol, it's because, you know, it helps them be, I guess, not be more present, but it takes them out of the moment. It's like a distraction so that they're not present because they don't like their life or whatever. So it's taking away from it. That's yeah. why a lot of people do it. So yeah. to then not do the drug and not do the alcohol actually means you have to just be present in your life and enjoy the moment. A lot of mm. people find that really difficult to do. Yeah, and we've been conditioned for years and years to um, avoid being present. Capitalism uh, encourages us to be productive all of the time. Mm. And unfortunately, that makes it difficult sometimes to be present. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's one of the real pains of the 21st century. And yeah. then you have more and more things to do because capitalism gets stronger and stronger and then it's harder and harder to be present. So for years and years, we've had to have your mind running all of yeah. the time. Yeah. That's why you see so much kind of happiness in it. I remember going to Vietnam and I remember seeing the guys that were working the boats and they were just so chilled out. One of them was just lying there with a hat on his face in the middle of the day, just chilling out. He's yeah. got nothing else to do. No capitalism is forcing him to work his nuts off. Yeah. And yeah. Um, just kind of people are just content with doing nothing. And the more you get into the rat race of the 21st century, I, I see less and less kind of happiness. Even when we went to Scotland, like to those, the, to the Outer Hebrides, you know, it's so desolate. There's like a few houses. There's not much there, like a shop and a cafe. And you think, God, that must be so boring. But they're clearly all quite content just living there and doing their farming each day and walking or whatever. Yeah. 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 Don't need all that other hustle and bustle. Yeah. What are other ways? Yeah. So to, another um... another way that to be more happy this year is um to just accept. So a lot of a lot of the time when something bad happens, um, on you don't have a very good piece of news, 
or something doesn't go your way, a lot of people resist it. So they get really annoyed and let it piss them off and maybe let it affect them for days or weeks. Um, and the pandemic was a perfect example. So when we went into lockdown, people would get so, you know, were getting so annoyed for weeks and weeks. And even now people get so angry and worked up about it. But if you are more just accepting, like there are some things you can do something about, but like a lot of the things, say with COVID restrictions, you can sign a, uh, what's, a what's the parliament petition. thing? Petitions, things like that. But, you know, if we're going to go into lockdown, it's not a lot we can do. So you just have to be like, right, this is what happens. Going to accept it. I'll do whatever I want to do. Like you can obviously choose how you act or whatever, but to just accept that this is what, what it is and not resist it. Another one would be like a breakup. You know, if someone doesn't want to be with you rather than being like, oh, this is so annoying or like trying to get them back or whatever, just this is, this is what's happened and I'm going to accept it. And yes, it might be shit, but I'm going to work through it and I'm going to move on rather than letting it get you down obviously it is okay to feel down and like on my life coaching course we learn about you know you've got to accept your emotions and go through the motions let them out but then move on and accept that this is this is how it is and I think that is so important with the Mm. pandemic like you've just got to accept that this is how it is now there is this virus and unfortunately it's here and we just need to just get on with it like rather than worrying too much obviously if you want to take action with certain things fine but don't let it really get you down well, I think, um, yeah, that's that's the thing. Um, if you can take action with things, take action with things. But things that you have no control over, yeah, what is the point in resisting yeah. them? Because that just gives you pain. Mm-hmm. I think I've said in this podcast before, actually, that um, I I don't have a back door key and I thought I'd left my back door open and I hadn't left my back door open and I get to the back door and I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, oh, I've got to walk all the way around there. And that whole period of time walking around to the front door, I'm resisting something that I can't change. Can't change it. Resisting it is causing me to feel more pain than necessary. Mm. I'm not being happy. I'm not being present. I'm moaning and wishing that things could be different, but things aren't. Like yeah. I didn't have my I didn't have my key for my, for the back door. It's like you might as well in that situation accept it accept it and then like lo and behold the walk around to the front door is quite nice because I was present to the moment and I was like looking up at the nice stars it's really similar to traffic actually like you know when you're stuck in a traffic jam some people get so like worked up about traffic like oh it's fucking traffic and you sit there in your car and you're so annoyed but if you're like you're winding yourself yeah and then literally when you're in traffic there is nothing you can do unless you can find a shortcut obviously but if there isn't you just have to go I'm in traffic and I'm gonna be late and there is nothing I can do about it so I just need to accept it Mm. and then just chill out yeah that's I mean it's a brilliant one because all of us are stuck in traffic especially where we live yeah yeah for vast periods of time (laughs) so it's such a good one to uh get good at acceptance and then get good at being present because things aren't that bad i mean when you think about that you're sat in a car you've got your heating controls you've got your music do you know what i mean and especially when the traffic is caused from a crash and you see people getting really like angry annoyed it's like well you know feel some sympathy or empathy for those people that may have even died in that crash and what they're having to deal with and lucky you you just get to sit there in your car and wait it's not that bad in the warm in the warm yeah, yeah yeah So, um, so yeah, accept thing when things don't go, uh, or then when there is nothing you can do about things, just accept them. Don't resist them. It does, it does. You're just causing your own pain. Yeah. 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 I think that's a really good point. Yeah. That's a great one. Um, so, and then the, the next thing, um, so these are all things as well that Tris and I try and do, by the way, like these are things that we've learned in the last year, I think. And 
have really helped us. Mm. Um, and this next point is something that I've learned in the last, well, basically since the beginning of the pandemic, which is um, to be grateful. And I know that sounds strange, like how is that linked to happiness? But if you look for 10 things every day in 2022, look for 10 things before you go to bed or when you wake up that you're grateful for, I promise that it will make you more happy because the reason we don't feel happy normally is because we th- things aren't going our way or we think we have a lack of something or things aren't very good. But when you see the good things in your day, the 10 things that you have every day, for example, it, it just can't not make you like happy because you realise, and a, a really exa- a good example is just health. Like, you know, when you have a really bad toothache, you think, God, I wish I didn't have this toothache. Why wasn't I more grateful for the time when I didn't have the toothache? Or a cold. I had a really bad cold the other week and, I was, and you did too. And you think, God, I wish I was more grateful for the days when I didn't have a cold. Like, because it is so annoying. Mm. So like, I always put that on my list is like being able to walk, talk, like having health, having a bed. There's so many simple things that you could be happy that you've got really nice food that you eat, a job, money in your bank account, like, you know, friends, family, whatever it might be, you can get to 10, like, so easily. I remember in lockdown, I even wrote things like the sun shining, because the days we had really good weather, like, grateful for that. And it just makes you more happy, because you realise how lucky you are and the things that you've got, mm. rather than focusing on the things you don't have, which is what a lot of people do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's, there's big things that you can just think, I mean, I guess terminal cancer is one of them, something like that. Like, whatever situation you're in, 99% of the things that you complain about in life, terminal cancer's worse. And if yeah. in every situation when you spill the porridge on the floor, if you go, eh, it could be worse, it could be terminal cancer, and <laughs> yeah. see it from that perspective, like, you're in a good position just having to clear up a bowl of porridge. Like, yeah. that is good, and you should be happy about that. Yeah, we watched um, 24 Hours in A&E recently, and there was a guy on it who recovered from cancer, and he said that... Every morning when he in his treatment, when he woke up and heard the birds, he was just happy. He was like, because it means I had another day that I was alive because he was given a deadline to when he was going to die. And he was like, every day that I woke up and heard the birds, that was enough for me that I was happy. My day was set because I was alive. And it's like so many people aren't even grateful for that. Just waking up in the morning or or having your hearing. And yeah, I think, um, yeah, I think it's so important. Yeah, we're pretty privileged, really. Yeah, yeah. A lot of us. Even, I mean, most of the people listening to this podcast, like, if you've got internet access, you're privileged in a way. If you've got a YouTube channel, yeah, Wi-Fi, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so seeing the perspective of things, it's a funny one when people kind of, when people gain more and more material wealth, especially, you kind of, uh, a lot of the time the bar is raised to what you think is like good or acceptable. Like, um, you might see people, like, won't be happy unless they've got, like, a real expensive steak meal and, you know, they go for a an average meal at only a four-star hotel and it's like, what's this? But it's like, if you could have the perspective of the starving African and mm-hmm. always have that as your baseline level of what yeah. you expect, then anything more than that is going to be really incredible. Yeah, unfortunately, that's the problem with having more. Like, I think I told you about, like, with my parents. But again, it's that, it's that failure to remain present, and it's you thinking back to the past and what you've had before, and you're comparing it to the future, whereas if you can be present, it's like, does this food taste good? Yeah, it tastes good, yeah. this is nice. Instead of, oh, it doesn't taste as good as this stuff last month. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because that, that's what I was saying about my parents when they fly, because of my dad's 
you know, staff travel and stuff, they always travel, like, um, club or first class. My mum, like, will just not, like, sit in economy, whereas I will sit in economy in a jump seat no matter what. Like, mm. I, don't, I really don't care. And the fact that you're privileged enough to be able to go on a plane and afford a plane ticket, because there are people in this country who can't afford to travel, and oh, yeah. you're so lucky to be able to go on a holiday, and um, you're moaning about, like, an economy seat. Like, for me, that just, like, blows my mind, because it's, yeah. like... <laughs> Even comparing yourself to people in other points in time, like, we have... We can fly around the world. Yeah. Like, you can have, like, all of this entertainment at your fingertips. And, you know, a 100 years ago, the kings of the past, they still had to be surrounded by rats around their bed and, like, the most disgusting food standards yeah. and like, all of this stuff. So if you compare yourself to any other point in time, like you're lucky, you're you're really lucky, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We were born in a good, a good century. Yeah, well, unless it goes to the point of a tyranny, but hopefully yeah, yeah. it won't. Hopefully we'll be dead. Yeah, we'll be, yeah, yeah. And then we'll be grateful for that death. Yeah, like, yeah. yes, we got avoided out the, before it got yeah, bad. Yeah. <laughs> avoided the tyranny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, yeah. So maybe for this year, start in your diary or on your phone each night, or just say it in your head, or to say it to your partner before you go to bed, like ten things that you're both grateful for, and the same in the morning, and um, or think them, and you will it will make a difference mm. to being more happy. Yeah. Um, and then we also thought we'd talk about what not to do. So. Sometimes you do act certain actions to make yourself feel better and be more happy, thinking they will bring you more happiness. But from our point of view, there's certain things that we think actually you should avoid to make you happy. Mm. Um, yeah, well, we're thinking about a lot of um, validation things that m- might make you more happy. So maybe having more stuff, having more cars to show off with, having a better body to show off with. Maybe when you get more external validation, you will feel better about yourself. But I think we've both realised that those things are short-lived and normally they don't bring you much more real happiness. They might bring you more attention, but then you still have the underlying feeling of not good enough inside. And unfortunately, that's something that you cannot get from the way that other people perceive you. It's something that you have to get from from the inside. Yeah, and uh, even I know, I'm sure people listening have done it, where you're feeling a bit down, so you go shopping, especially women, like, you know, you buy something. Or even, you know, men, when you buy a new tool, or like phone or car, for the first two weeks, you do feel more happy because you're like, oh, my nice new car or my nice new dress or whatever it might be, shoes. But that quickly wears off and that doesn't last and it doesn't bring you long-term happiness. And you can keep trying by buying more and more and more things, but it won't make you happy. Mm. Yeah, that's the, the distinction between pleasure and happiness and how they seem so close, but they're so worlds apart. Mm-hmm. And some of those things bring you pleasure, but like... Happiness is a more deep-seated, long-term thing than a superficial pleasure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's so true. Um, another one is also, like, having surgery as well. So, like, people um, will have, like, a boob job or Botox or whatever it might be um, to make you potentially feel more happy, I guess, because you feel more validated. But um, And, again, it would just bring short time. It doesn't bring the real happiness. So I listened to a podcast, another podcast called The Diary of a CEO, and he interviews CEO of, CEOs of companies. So obviously that a lot of them are like million, potentially billionaires. Um, and nearly all of them say that even when their company was like the most successful, that was actually when they were the least happiest because they'd reached their goal and they've earned all this money and now they don't know what to do because they're like, well, we've got all this stuff, everything that we need. 
Now what do we do? Because they haven't worked on just being happy in themselves, for example, doing some of the things that we've said mm-hmm. and just learning to just, you know, be present and rather than just constantly chasing things. Once they've got the thing, they're like, what next? Mm-hmm. Like, what do I do now? Like, I've got the successful company. What am I going to do now? Yeah. I guess, unfortunately, as well, a lot of people, you cannot convince them that, they don't need those things so they have to achieve them before they realize oh that yeah. didn't work and there's so many people like those guys probably that think the contentment and the happiness will come from being rich um brian rose from london real is a good example worked and worked on wall street for years and then just thought what is this like i don't feel good at all don't feel happy at all this isn't this isn't bringing me anything mm. um and then you can <laughs> then you can relearn what actually brings you contentment um, I don't feel like most people have to have those ridiculous miles, you know, um, superficial, materialistic milestones to reach before they can realise maybe that's not bringing me happiness. You mm. can normally work towards goals that are materialistic and then you realise, oh, everyone actually isn't fulfilling me, so it must be something else. Yeah, yeah. Which I is yeah, It does depend how self-aware you are, though, I think. Because I know of people, and I do see it on social media, that they're chasing more materialistic things, and mm. oh yeah, and I'm, they can't can't change it until they get till they get there. Yeah, and you do hear actually also about a lot of people who have chased the materialistic things and seem really happy on Instagram, for example, or seem really successful. Then you hear about them; they're actually like suffering from depression, have serious social anxiety, don't ever go out, like mm. that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, that's really really important too. So when you're not feeling very happy and at the moment, is to not go and you know, do acts that you think will make you happy just for that, you know, moment. Like, you need to think about long-term happiness. Yeah, it's such a common thing, isn't it? Oh, I'm going to go on a shopping spree. That'll make me feel better about it. Oh, I'm going to go to the pub and get pissed, like, you know. Yeah. Well, the other thing is that um, people from the West, apparently, when you ask people from the West and people from the East how they make themselves feel better, people from the West do spend money on themselves and buy mm. gifts for themselves and treat themselves to new things. And people from the East take time out of their days and they spend time with um their own family members or give gifts to their family members and apparently the the levels of fulfillment between the two are so so much greater on the eastern front and there's a i mean that's exactly what we're talking about here but the treating yourself to things doesn't make you as happy as treating other people to your time and Mm. to your company and to giving them things so it almost seems a difficult one to grasp that it's going to make me happy by giving Chloe something of mine because I will have less. So surely that would, surely that won't make me feel better. That's going to make me feel worse because I'll have less. But what you realize when you start doing this, and I think a lot of people do realize this at Christmas time is that the giving stuff away, even though you're losing something, you gain more by giving things away. Yeah, because you feel so good when someone receives a nice gift. Or, yeah. yeah. And if you can realise that, I mean, realise like how giving gifts does make you feel and then yeah. start applying that because it can make you happier and I think it will make you happier than buying stuff you for yourself. Or even if you don't want to give gifts, you could do acts for others. So like, you know, if you don't have the money, you could invite a friend over and cook them a meal rather than like buy them something. And even that is a giving thing. You know, you could say to your partner, I'll cook a meal for you tonight. Um, mm. Like your favourite meal or something like that as a surprise or... Yeah, giving things like that or just offering to do something for them. Mm. That's always like a nice thing. It makes you feel good. Um, yeah, or like, yeah, hanging out with friends or people that are the right kind of friends, like good friends to you. And then maybe cooking them a meal, things like that could make you feel better. 
Mm. I think it's like compliments are a good one because compliments are, they're like a, what's the opposite of a double-edged sword? Like a double bonus <laughs> because I'm giving the compliment and it makes me feel good that I've made you feel good, but you're receiving the compliment, which yeah, makes you, you feel, feel good. good yeah. I probably feel better for giving the compliment because it's uh, less superficial and it's less validation if that makes sense. Yeah, but yeah. that's like, what a great thing to be doing. We all need to be doing more. Well, of there's that. a TikTok channel called like the kindness channel or something, isn't it? And they basically, they've got like huh? about hundreds of thousands of followers. It's that video that I showed you yesterday where they go oh, around yeah. saying nice things and they drive around the streets and they just say nice things. They shout out the window like, oh, your outfit's so nice. Oh my God, your hair looks so good. And these people are just like, what? Oh, thanks so much. Like, like especially when there's like older women and they're like, cool, love your outfit. And she's like, Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> that's badass. Yeah, so nice. So I'm guessing when you get like older as well, people probably don't pay you as many compliments. So it's quite rare. Like, so um. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because when you're a kid, you get a lot of validation from your parents and compliments from your parents. When you grow up, you don't get as many. Um, mm. So yeah, doing that things like that, even yeah, to make yourself happy, I guess, give acts of kindness because just doing kind things for others does make you feel good as a person, and it helps other people too giving to mm. charity, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, I think that's everything. <laughs> so those were like our three main points were basically to be more happy in 22, tr- 2022, try and be more present to the moment, accept the moment as it is and don't resist it and be more grateful for what you do have, not obviously what you don't. And also just do the right things to make you happy don't do the wrong things because it won't lead to long-term happiness Mm. yeah i think that's everything isn't it yeah very good so have a happy 2020 guys (laughs) yeah 2022 2020 that was two years ago stumbling with the year already (laughs) (laughs) don't worry we're only the second day um yeah and if you did like it please do subscribe give us a like and a follow share comment all that sort of stuff yeah and see you on the next one yeah thank you guys Bye. bye